How are our children a lot like snails? And what should we intentional moms do about it? You're about to find out. Today, we're learning to discover our children as we answer the question of their heart, am I worth knowing? And am I worth believing in? We'll do this from three angles. One, what to do when our child's weaknesses are covering up their strengths. Two, what to do when our child doesn't believe in themselves or is consumed by negative self-talk. And three, I'll share a method I use to identify my children's strengths and get a game plan for growth. You're listening to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Let's get started with more intentional right now. Yesterday, Emma and I were reading together about snail shells. The science material was saying that a snail is really a slug wearing a cool-looking house on its back that goes its entire life without ever getting to see the most beautiful part of itself. A snail body is ugly and slimy, right? It's definitely nothing exceptional. But then it's got this beautifully crafted by God, one-of-a-kind ornament on its back, And not only that, it's an ornament with multiple purposes. Besides aiding the snail, the shell also adds joy and brilliance to our world, and it points to a divine creator God. That got me thinking. Snails are a lot like many kids, and even many of us adults, that only see the ordinary part of ourselves. Maybe even see our ordinariness as unattractive and unwanted, when all the while we have wonderful, uniquely designed by God qualities that we don't see. Intentional moms, it's our job to help our kids see their God-designed beauty. Now, can I share another sad reality and make it slightly uncomfortable for a second? Here goes. There are times when we moms only see the ugly side of our kids and have trouble finding the beauty. At times, I'll see the ugly, slimy part of my child and the slime trail they're leaving behind wherever they go, while I am completely overlooking the tremendous gift of their creative mind or their compassionate heart or their attentiveness to detail. Part of our role as intentional moms is to identify God's unique design in our children, to help our children also to see it, and here's another key part, help them to allow the Holy Spirit to hone their gifts and strengths and work on their weaknesses that may be overshadowing those strengths. You know, buff it up till it shines, sand off the sharp points and and rough edges, This process is the tremendous privilege we are given in motherhood of partnering with our kids and with God to develop their lives into their purpose. Last week, I introduced you to the six questions of your child's heart. We talked about the question, am I worth restoring? This week, we're looking at the questions, am I worth believing in and am I worth knowing? For the question, am I worth knowing? As parents, we demonstrate this with the answer, I love you enough to discover you, to discover who you are and to discern what's happening in your heart. So that's two parts, discover and discern. 
Discerning is what's going on in our child's heart. It's all about root parenting and being a barometer of our child, which I talk about those some on other episodes of the podcast. Listen to my mini series, Root Parenting in episode 25 and 26. I'll put a link in the show notes to those episodes. And also, I'm going to put a link to my book, Wearing All Your Hats Without Wearing Out, Finding Focus for Your Family to Be the Masterpiece God Intended. In that book, I talk about root parenting, and I also go on to tell about the important role of visionary parenting, helping our children see what they can't see in themselves. Now, this includes giving them a vision of who they were designed to be and who they are becoming if they are intentional and if they allow God to be molding their gifts. Visionary parenting is part of believing in our child. They ask the question, am I worth believing in? Or do you believe in me? And we answer them through visionary parenting, helping them see their purpose, helping them see in themselves what they can't currently see, because they're like the snail who can't see its shell. Visionary parenting is all about the words we choose to speak truth and life into their heart. Now, I'll tell you more about visionary parenting and the question, am I worth believing in on another day? There's so much more to it that I want to share. But today was really about this podcast that we are re-airing from the Chosen Mamas podcast that I was a guest on. Chosen is a mom's group in Derby, Kansas at South Rock Christian Church. They asked me to speak to their group, followed by a Q&A on their podcast. Last week, we listened to the first question from that recording time on the topic of wounds and restoration, as we talked about our child's heart question, am I worth restoring? So if you didn't get a chance to hear that, I'll put a a link in the show notes. Now, this week is about knowing our child, identifying their unique qualities, and visionary parenting, painting a picture of hope and motivation for our kids as we answer their heart question, am I worth knowing and am I worth believing in? So let's listen. Welcome to the Chosen Mamas podcast, based off of a ministry for moms called Chosen, held at South Rock Christian Church. Today, we are excited to have Val Harrison with us again. She will be talking about visionary parenting and how to live like you really believe in your children. Hello, Chosen friends. Welcome back to this episode of the Chosen Mamas podcast. We are thrilled to have our guest speaker from our October meeting, Val Harrison, with us today to record. She is an author, speaker, and podcaster. Her podcast is Practically Speaking Mom, Intentional Mom, Strong Family, and she also has a website called practicallyspeakingmom.com. She is the wife to Rich and mother to seven kids. Thank you so much for being here with us. We wanted to follow up with you on the topic of your your talk for us, your speech that you gave on asking the six questions of your child's heart. And those six areas that you talked about was, am I worth treasuring? Am I worth knowing? Am I worth including? Am I worth protecting? Am I worth believing in? And am I worth restoring? So particularly... I wanted to ask you about, am I worth believing in? You talk about being a visionary parent and speaking blessing over your children, speaking life and truth over them and to them. 
And you say that who they become completely depends on who they believe they are. So I wondered if you could give an example of either how you would do that with your kids or times where you would correct their own self-perception by saying, this is not who you are. This is who you are. This is who God says you are and how you saw that result in them and their own self-talk or their own perception of themselves. I'll handle that with two different ones. And I'm excited to be here and really appreciate, Amanda, that you orchestrated all of this. It's been really fun to get to know you and the other moms too. So thank you. It's an honor to be here. And I'll cover two different things with that. One is, let's say you've got a main issue with your kid that just keeps happening. And you really need a heart to heart over this, you know. And so I'll set them down. And I might take a notebook and draw a very, I I can't draw at all, so it's a square, but we're going to call it a treasure box, okay? And so I will tell them, you know, this is the treasure box of you. This is who God made. And so you have this quality and I'll, you know, so I'll, I'll start writing some of these qualities inside this treasure box like the main ones. And I don't mean just like, oh, you're sweet and you're kind and you're, I mean, like, like for real, here's some things I've identified in you that God has really designed you because the world needs you. Many people in this world, God is counting on, planning on, has orchestrated your future days that you will touch their lives and make a big difference. And He has work for you to do because of all of these great qualities that he has put in you in this treasure box of who you are. The problem right now is that the door to the treasure box is closed and there's a lock on it. And this lock is this issue we're having right now. And this is standing in the way of you being blessed by blessing others with who you are. And you shouldn't feel depressed about this or anything because often this particular issue that you're having, incredibly common for someone who has this strength. So let's give an example of that. Um, Maybe someone who is shy, really, they're very tenderhearted towards others or maybe they're very detailed. Okay, and then let's take detailed. Someone who's very detailed can come across as very picky or very critical Critical is the weakness, appearing weakness, when really they're detailed. And so often what is coming across as as conflict or, or problems that you're constantly seeing in this child is actually your roadmap to their strengths, okay? So if we can help frame it that way for them as well, then they go, Oh, you mean I'm not messed up. I'm not horrible. I'm not worthless. I'm not only a bunch of failures. I'm actually this created person. Like God made me this way. It's just he wants to have this relationship with me where the Holy Spirit takes my gifts and shapes them. And I need to start letting him shape these gifts in me. So that is a visionary, hopeful way to deal with these problem areas, okay? Okay, so that's one type of scenario of talk that I'd have with them. Now let's look at a different aspect, and we especially start seeing this in middle school and older. It's actually really strong in middle school. We Adults as well struggle with who we believe about ourselves, right? These negative self-perceptions. And actually, as the younger kids, even elementary age kids, are having more 
introduction to social media and stuff like that, their self-perception, negative self-perceptions are coming at younger ages, which is entirely dangerous and not a great thing. And that's something you want to guard against. But anyway, so we see this self-perception problem happening younger and younger. So let's look at that and how we as parents, being a visionary parent that is giving blessing to our child, how can I help my, first of all, I need to have clear vision of, I believe in them. I don't just see all of the negative things and the struggles and the difficulties and all that. But now also, I want to help them believe in them by changing their self-perception. So how do I do that? And I will tell you that what I'm about to share, I go into much more in depth than a couple things in my podcast. One of them is about um, negative self-talk. And so I'll share that exercise with you right now. And what I'll do with them, I actually did this with to my two youngest daughters the other day, a sixth grader and an 11th grader on our way home from, we had like a long drive, a 45 minute drive somewhere. And so I had notebooks and pens ready for them. This is what I said to them, write down on your paper, and I am not going to look at your paper. This is only you will be the only eyes that ever see this. Write down all the negative thoughts that you say about yourself to yourself. Okay, so they're making a list, right? And so I'm sharing with them some that I've thought, such as a negative lie would be, you're not pretty enough to have friends. Okay, so that would be a negative lie that, that I might say, or I do everything wrong. My kids don't like me. You know, that could be, you know, so giving them some, some examples of struggles I've experienced, right? So that they, as I'm more vulnerable, then they're more willing to be vulnerable on paper. And so they make this list. And then I say, star the one that is the most destructive lie that you are believing about yourself or telling yourself you're repeating in your mind to you. Things you would never say to other people, and nor would I ever believe about another person. So star that most destructive one. Okay, you got it? Now, write down the opposite of that. So what is the opposite of that statement? So maybe like I used to really have a hard time making phone calls. I could not call people to save my life. And so I had to write down when I call someone on the phone, my goal is to bless them. So I am making their day, you know? So in my head, I was saying, they don't want to hear from me, but I learned to say, they love to get a phone call from me because I'm going to bless them and make their day. So what is the opposite statement of this lie that they are believing or or telling themselves, even if they know it shouldn't be true? And now, so now they've got that statement written down. Now, what is a Bible verse that would go along with that statement? And at this point, I'm asking them, if you're comfortable, if you share the positive statement with us here, the three of us, then we can help you figure out a Bible verse that goes with it. Then we got home and I had them take three, three by five cards And they wrote their positive statement and Bible verse on there and put it in three spots in the home where they would see it regularly, like your bathroom mirror while you brush your teeth, your nightstand before you go to bed and when you get up, and then had them commit to that they would say those out loud a minimum of three times a day until you don't believe that anymore. And that one's not an issue anymore. And then we'll do this exercise again. So helping them, one, what it does is it helps us identify the lies quickly. You know, if you, once you get in the habit of doing this, because we as moms need to do the same exact exercise. uh, Once you're in the habit of doing this, pretty soon you recognize a lie real quick. 
when it comes mm-hmm. to your mind. So, you know, the scripture, take every thought captive. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a way to do that is identifying the lie quickly. So it does that. It gives them framework. Again, I talk about habits all the time, but lifestyle habits, you know, are we in the habit of reshaping our thoughts about ourselves based on truth, based on scripture and understanding that lies can, can be emotional and can affect what we believe about ourselves, which affects our decisions and all that. Val, I had a question about going to speaking on visionary parenting and these qualities that you, you know, want to help them see in themselves unlocking this treasure box. Do you, you have seven kids, so they're all very different. You know, they have very different talents and it takes time to learn your kids. You know, um, how do you keep track of their amazing talents? Do you take time to evaluate them and write these things down or is, are you just really intuitive? I mean, cause I feel like as you, you want to be intentional about those qualities. Like you said, you don't be like, Oh, you're so kind. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I love this question. So there's this thing I do. It's called raising a Luke 252 kid. So twice a year, I set some time aside for this and I go over each kid on four areas. And, and I have a podcast episode on this too. And maybe it's, it might be a mini series one. So look for an episode called raising a Luke 252 kid. I make a list of their strengths and weaknesses that I see going on, but in four specific areas based on the verse, Luke 2.52, Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with man, those four areas. So their, their, their mind and academics and wisdom things. And then Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. So physical things. What are they struggling with physically? What are they good at physically? Favor with God. So where are they at with God? What do they believe about God? What do they know about God? What do they believe about themselves based on who God made them to be? And then favor with man. How are they doing socially? How are they doing at relationships? The positive and the negative. So I'm writing down these strengths and weaknesses in these four areas. And I prayerfully, this is a very prayer-bathed thing that I do so that I'm asking him, reveal to me their strengths and weaknesses in these four areas. And then... The next step is identify, God, what's one thing in each of these four areas you want me to be really focused on for the next six months with them. It might be a strength that we should, that I should be honing and making opportunities for and maybe getting them lessons in this or letting them be in an art class or writing lessons or, you know, I don't know what. It could be something positive in them, a strength that is a good time to really Let's take advantage of their passion in it. Or it could be a big weakness that they have in that area. And so I end up with four goals in in them that I am focused on praying about over the next six months and watching for God to intervene. So I'm watching for little moments to talk with them about the issue, or I'm focused on how I'm going to sit down with them and we're going to make a game plan for how do we come overcome with this weakness? Do we need to have a little reward chart or, you know, a little incentive chart of some kind? Or It it just totally varies in each situation, but I end up with four goals about each child for the next six months. And so I have this little thing actually you can get as a download on my website because it's a one-page poster on one side, and on the back is instructions how to do it. 
and it's just an eight and a half by 11 size and it comes laminated or you can print it off as a download for like $2, I think, from my website, practicallyspeakingmom.com, by the way, is my website, to help you develop that system so that you really are more familiar with it. But I feel like this has been one of the hugest ways to help shape my kids' character and abilities is to go through that process twice a year. Wow. That's so good. You you have such a way of taking these beautiful concepts and really breaking them down practically. So thank you, Val. Mamas, thank you for joining us and we will catch you next week where we will talk to Val again. Have a wonderful week. It's time for a segment we call In the Schoolroom with Val, where she offers academic help to bolster your child's weak areas, go farther with their strengths, to get a fresh perspective on education, or to share product reviews. At the beginning of today's podcast, I told you that Emma and I were learning about snails. I wanted to take a quick minute and tell you about Crosswired Science. It's an online science center that helps your children fall in love with God's amazing creation. It's not just for little kids either. It has some very advanced science, and I'm not kidding. It has been the most amazing material I've ever come across in my 23 years of homeschooling. It is very versatile, and you could easily use this material no matter where your child attends school, or it also has a full curriculum if you're looking for that. The videos are exceptional quality, and the content can be enjoyed by young children or gets very in-depth for older children and adults. Now, I'll also tell you that it's pretty expensive. I think about $100 a year. I got it when they were doing an introductory special, but I wanted you to know that this product exists. I will also tell you that the science curriculum I most recommend for homeschooling is by Jay Weil from his company, Berean Builders, or I also like the elementary science curriculum by Apologia. But if you're in the high school level, for sure, Jay Weil's company, Berean Builders. Now, if you want science videos that are visually stunning, coupled with fantastic facts that point you to our creator, then check out Crosswired Science. Quick update, moms. I just found the same coupon code that I used that makes it $20 instead of 100 So that's exciting. And I will put the link in the show notes. Hopefully, when you're listening to this and when you get into the show notes, it will still be an active link for you guys to be able to use that coupon. For more from The Schoolroom with Val, visit her website, practicallyspeakingmom.com where you can see Val's insights for all the six rooms of your intentional home. There's so much more I want to tell you about knowing your child. Next week, I'm going to share with you some resources to help you discover their uniqueness. And I'll also give you questions to go through to help you discover their one-of-a-kind design, along with some questions to help you discern what's going on in the inside. So come back next week for part two of the question, am I worth knowing? My intentional mom friend, your family is God's masterpiece. He designed the special and unique combination of your little tribe. It's an honor to meet with you every week to help equip and encourage you in your worthy journey of being mama to your masterpiece. If this podcast is a blessing to you, won't you please take the time to share it with moms that you know. So share this podcast with a friend and then head over to practicallyspeakingmom.com 
to subscribe to my weekly email containing a blog post and podcast. Join me on Instagram at Practically Speaking Mom and in the private Facebook group Intentional Mom Strong Family. See you next week.